Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Monday, April 3rd, and we start with local news. Crowd goers of all ages gathered for the 49th annual Mule Day Parade in Columbia Saturday after a violent storm on Friday night forcing some campers to seek cover. Sunshine reigned over the keynote event during the four-day celebration. Farm animals were aplenty with its star, the sturdy, loyal mule, bringing delight to parade attendees. Onlookers were also excited to see the parade led by Grand Marshal Mike Wolf, creator of History Channel's American Pickers. Friday night's weather might have spelled trouble for Columbia's biggest event, but the sun was shining and the people were smiling once it came time for this year's Mule Day Parade. Thousands of people lined the streets of West 7th and Highway 31. Kids blew toy horns and there was a sense of excitement that maybe, just maybe, all the troubles of the past week would dissipate, allowing a community celebration of Columbia's defining mascot, the Mule. Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder said early predictions estimate that nearly 100,000 people attended this year's Mule Day events, with the bulk of them showing up Saturday morning for the annual parade. As the second year returning since COVID, the COVID-19 pandemic, Mayor Mulder said this year's Mule Day can be considered as successful as it has ever been. Last year, being the first year back, we were all a little worried whether the crowd would still show and would Mule Day be the same. And one thing we learned was that sort of we doubled down today is the fact that Mule Day is back and it's better and stronger than ever before, Mulder said. From my own eyes, this was bigger than last year, and last year was one of the biggest crowds I could remember, he said. His third year riding in the parade saw the mayor, Mulder, added that there was a very special guest sitting alongside him in his float. I invited Biddy Crozier, and Biddy was in the very first Mule Day parade in 1934, where she rode her pony at the head of the parade, Mulder said. 89 years later, she's back riding with the mayor of Columbia. But the biggest part of the day was just so much positivity, which gives me optimism for the way Columbia is headed, he said. Tourism and marketing director Kelly Murphy was also on site during the parade, taking photos and enjoying the warm weather, much like many of the other spectators. It was off the charts this year. The weather was perfect and the crowd was unbelievable, Murphy said. It's more people than I've ever seen. Between the floats, the mules, and everything else, this was exactly what you would want a Mule Day Parade to be, she said. For more information and to see photos of the weekend's events, visit www.muleday.com. The newest member of the Tennessee Supreme Court, Justice Sarah Campbell, paid a visit to Columbia last Friday and spoke to the Kiwanis Club. WKOMWKRM's Del Kennedy spoke with Justice Campbell following her remarks. This is Delk Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Today I'm at the noon meeting of the Qantas Club here in Columbia. We've just heard an address from Tennessee Supreme Court Justice Sarah Campbell. She is the newest member currently of the Tennessee Supreme Court. Justice Campbell, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Well, in a nutshell, I think most people really may have some vague idea of what the Tennessee Supreme Court does, but could you give it to us in a nutshell? 
Sure. Um, you know, we have a few different responsibilities. I think our most important one is that we are the final word on issues of state law. So we decide cases involving questions of state law and sometimes federal law too, but primarily state law. And um, when we interpret a law, when we say what the law means, that um, is the rule in our state until the legislature says otherwise. You know, listening to you speak, I got the impression that you love what you do. I love what I do. I am very grateful um, to get to do this day in and day out. It's a privilege um, and one that um, I, I know I will always um, love. And uh, and I, I just am grateful to be able to serve our state in this way. And you're also a child of Tennessee. Where did you grow up? I was born in La Follette, Tennessee, a little bit north of Knoxville. Um, lived there for uh, until elementary school and then ended up in Rogersville over in Hawkins County and lived there for most of my school-aged years, graduated from Cherokee High School. And attended the University of Tennessee, I understand? I did. Um, I was at UT from 2000 to 2004, loved every minute, and really enjoy getting back there whenever I can. And even though you went to Duke Law School, I understand that when UT played Duke, that you supported UT against those disgusting Blue Devils. Now, I wouldn't go so far as to call the Blue Devils disgusting. Um, that was a hard, that was a tough call to figure out who to cheer for. But, you know, at the end of the day, my UT loyalty won out. But we were a house divided. I have three boys, and two of the three um, did decide to wear Duke blue. There we go. Again, Del Kennedy, Front Sports Radio, with Justice Sarah Campbell, who's just addressed the noon Columbia Kiwanis Club. Justice Campbell, come back. Thank you. I will, def- I will be back tomorrow, in fact, for Mule Day, and I can't wait. All right. Columbia Breakfast Rotary hosted an auctioneer's competition in conjunction with Mule Day to fund scholarships. Our own Del Kennedy attended the event and made this report. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I am at the Livestock Auction Barn across from the Murray County Jail. The Columbia Breakfast Rotary is having an auctioneer's contest to raise money for college scholarships for Murray County kids. I'm talking with Eddie Allred of the Columbia Breakfast Rotary. Eddie, what's going on here today? Oh, we're having a lot of fun, Dale. We've got uh, had 26 auctioneers come in from about six different states and compete in this contest. This is our 12th annual contest that we've held. Uh, like you said, all the money that we raise today goes to scholarships to graduating seniors and, and even on into college students, you know, here in Murray County. Now, as I understand it, the auctioneers are competing to be best auctioneer before a panel of judges, but they're auctioning donated items sold to the crowd, and that's where the money is raised for these college scholarships. That's correct. Each auctioneer will bring three items, and uh, they will auction off their own three items, and whatever they bring, that money goes into our scholarship fund. And then you've got some other donated items as well that will be auctioned. We have some other donated items. We partner with the American Legion and uh, the, the Veterans Association. They provide the items for our final round. Uh, we have a preliminary round with the 26 auctioneers will compete. And then the final round, we bring back the top 10. And the Veterans Association supplies items for that, and then we make a contribution to the veterans on, their, on that behalf. Wow, that's fantastic. Uh, and that final 10 is getting underway right now, is it not? It's fixing to happen as we speak. That's right. Okay. Again, Del Kennedy uh, at the sale barn out across from Murray County Jail where the Columbia Breakfast Rotary is having its annual Mule Day Auctioneers Contest. I'm talking with Eddie Allred of Columbia Breakfast Rotary. Eddie, congratulations on a great event. Thank you. It's been fun, and I hope everyone else has enjoyed it as much as we have.
Thank you. I'm gonna get 20 and start them all go. 20 to 5. At 25, out and out of the 25. Money's on the gone. 20 zero down to five where? At 20 zero down five. 22 and a half. Now five. He said now 27 and a half. Dollar and a 30. Dollar and a half. 30. Get 30. Say yes, yes. 30. Not two and a half. Dollar and a half. 30. Get two and a half. Now five. At 35, turn half of 30. Get five. Now 40 dollar bill. Half of 40. Get 40. Get 40 dollar. At 40 bill. Half of 30. Half of 40. Get 40. 35. Got me 40. 35 and 40. So it's 35 dollars. On March 24th, 203 high school students participated in Columbia State Community College's annual high school competition when students from 10 southern middle Tennessee high schools competed in different academic areas, including creative writing, vocal performance, algebra, and sociology. Columbia State's 2023 high school competition was a tremendous success, said Daniel Kelly, Columbia State Associate Professor of English. For the first time since spring of 2020, we met and competed in person. Over 200 students from high schools in our service area competed in academic contests, toured our campus, and enjoyed spring-like weather on the plaza by the Hickman Building. Our Columbia State family welcomed them warmly and helped make this year's competition a triumph, he said. Dating back to the 1980s, the competition continues to focus on humanities disciplines and has added math components since. Senator Marsha Blackburn was in Columbia for the Mule Day festivities this past weekend. WKOM WKRM's Delk Kennedy caught up with the senator to get her impression of Mule Day and to talk about what she's been working on in Washington. This is Elk Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This morning I am at Mule Day. It's Mule Day morning. I am at the Tennessee Farm Bureau out on Theta Pike, and I'm speaking with U.S. Senator from Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn. Senator Blackburn, welcome to Mule Day. I am delighted to be at Mule Day, and what a beautiful day it is. It's just a perfect day for Mule Day. Is it fair to say that being at Mule Day is more fun than being in Washington? Oh, <laughs> there is no comparison. <laughs> well, we look forward to it. Now, I assume you're going to be in the parade. Well, I'm not going to be in the parade, but I'm looking forward to being able to visit with people along the parade route. And then we've got some things we have to do this afternoon back in Davidson County. And um, we're remembering some of the lives that were lost in the shooting this week. I'm sure you are. And uh, thank you for doing that. Uh, Just briefly, I mean, what's going on in Washington right now that Tennesseans uh, may not know as much as they need to know about or should know about? One of the things they should know about is I refiled my Safe Schools Act, and this would allow a grant program for schools and school districts to harden the schools with technology, to recruit and train retired military and retired law enforcement to volunteer and work with the sheriff's department and serve as school officers, security officers. Wow. It's been a tragic week, but it's going to be a fun Mule Day. Senator Blackburn, uh, happy Mule Day. Thank you so much. Thank you. The City of Columbia will begin a downtown tree replacement project today, April 3rd, to remove and replace 58 trees within the downtown area. After a thorough bid process, TreeWorks was awarded the contract to complete the work. The City of Columbia is committed to maintaining a vibrant, healthy tree canopy in the city, and this project will help achieve that goal. I'm excited to see the implementation of the tree replacement project in the downtown district, stated Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder. 
This project has been a long time coming and is the result of collaboration and communication with interested partners. Another example of moving forward with input from our residents and solving an issue that has become more pressing over the last few years while maintaining the beauty and integrity of our historic downtown, he said. The City of Columbia Public Works Department will be first on the scene to remove the existing trees each day during the morning hours, working in small sections. Tree Works will follow Public Works, planting the new trees. Pedestrian and vehicular traffic will remain open during the work process, but parking areas will be temporarily blocked in the sections where work is taking place. Work will begin on West 7th Street, moving east to the Public Square, continuing down South Main Street and back to the Public Square. Work will continue around the Public Square to North Main Street and back, ending on the northwest quadrant of the Public Square. A mix of three urban-tolerant species of trees will be planted. These trees are well-suited to the urban environment and will provide shade, beauty, and environmental benefits. The dedication plaques that are currently in place beside some of the existing trees will be secured in their same place with the newly planted trees. The replacement project is estimated to be completed in seven to nine days. The City of Columbia would like to thank residents and downtown businesses for their patience and understanding during this project. The new trees will be a beautiful addition to downtown and will provide many benefits for years to come. If you have questions, you can email them to development at columbiatn.com. Murray County Public Schools invites area industries and businesses to their Senior Salute Day and Strive to Drive giveaway on Thursday, April 20th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Columbia Central High School football stadium at Murray County Park. During this event, one lucky senior will win a 2023 Jeep Compass from Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat. In addition to the Jeep Compass giveaway, this event will showcase seniors from every Murray County Public School high school and allow area businesses to meet over 800 students and share with them what your business has to offer. If you are interested in participating in Senior Salute Day Career Fair event, you can email askmcps at murrayk12.org. The city of Mount Pleasant will honor the African American Hunters Cemetery Committee by when they proclaimed yesterday, April 2nd, Sunday, as African American Hunters Cemetery Committee Day. The African American Hunters Cemetery is the black cemetery in Mount Pleasant where most citizens of color were buried before integration. The committee members are in an ongoing effort to maintain and beautify this eternal resting place. This committee was organized a few years ago because this burial ground was not being maintained and was in an unsuitable state for anyone to visit. We have brought it up to a reasonable state of maintenance and wish to continue to improve its appearance. We have been able to do this through community fundraisers, local church donations, and the generosity of individual donors, especially those who have family members and friends buried in this cemetery, said committee member George Cannon. The Hunter Cemetery Committee will hold its annual Easter service to benefit maintenance of the Hunter Cemetery, or they did that yesterday, rather, at 2 p.m. at Railroad Street Original Church. This year's theme was Jesus Christ, Seven Last Words, and the music was rendered by the Mount Pleasant Community Choir. 
All local churches are being asked to participate by making a church donation or taking up a love donation. Donations may be brought to the annual Easter church service or dropped off during the service to an usher who will be collecting donations on the sidewalk of the church. Donations can also be mailed to Hunter Cemetery Committee, P.O. Box 305, Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, 38474. For more information, you can call Mr. George Cannon at 931-797-6031. The Hunter Cemetery Committee has been maintaining the Black Hunter Cemetery for the past five years through the generous donations of our churches and individuals in the Mount Pleasant community. We thank you for your previous donations and ask you for your continued support to keep this community cemetery a well-kept resting place for our past, present, and future community members who are buried or wish to be buried in the cemetery. We'll be accepting individual donations to help maintain the property, Mr. Cannon noted. The Murray County Chamber and Economic Alliance kicked off their annual local shop local passport adventure, Where's Murray the Mule, last week. This event, presented by Stan McNabb Chevrolet of Columbia, encourages people to discover, explore, and support small businesses across Murray County. Murray Alliance launched this event in 2016 to support local businesses and provide a fun activity for families during spring break and Mule Week. Where's Murray the Mule is just one initiative from the Murray Alliance to help support the small business community, but it is one that both people and businesses look forward to each year. The event has grown every year since its inception is now a two-week event with 35 participating businesses. I've lived in Murray County my whole life and discovered many new businesses while participating in Where's Murray the Mule last year. It was my first time to participate in an event, and me and a friend went to 30 businesses in a single day said Marvin Russell, the 2022 Grand Prize winner. Those interested in joining the search for Murray the Mule this year can pick up a passport from event sponsor Stan McNabb Chevrolet of Columbia, Murray Alliance, or any of the 35 participating businesses. Once you have a passport, visit as many local businesses as possible, find the Murray the Mule image hidden at each business, and get your passport stamped or signed by an employee. Visiting at least five businesses will enter you into a participation drawing for local first gift cards. Visiting 20 businesses qualifies you for the grand prize drawing. If you visit 25 businesses, you will get a double entry into the grand prize drawing. And if you visit 30 businesses, you will get a triple entry into the grand prize drawing. To be entered into the grand prize drawing, passports must be turned into the Murray Alliance office by Tuesday, April 11th at 5 p.m. Winners will be randomly selected on Tuesday, April 12th. Two lucky people will win the grand prize, which is a $450 uh, $450 in gift cards from participating businesses. Murray Alliance's local first gift cards will also be given away. Visit murrayalliance.com forward slash where's Murray 23 for more information. And now your hometown memorial sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. J. Charles Charlie Honeycutt, age 94, died on Thursday, March 30th at his home in Columbia. Funeral services for Mr. Honeycutt will be conducted on Tuesday at 6 p.m. at First United Methodist Church in Columbia. The family will visit with friends on Tuesday from 4 p.m. until service time at the church. Burial will be held at a later date privately with family at Middle Tennessee State Veterans Cemetery. Oaks and Nichols funeral directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Mrs. Sheila Ann Wood Moore, 68, a homemaker and resident of Mount Pleasant, died Friday, March 31st at Murray Regional Medical Center. There are no services scheduled at this time for Mrs. Moore. Oaks and Nichols funeral directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. 
serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia, since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have cloudy skies with occasional light rain. The high will be 67 degrees with winds out of the south-southeast at 10 to 15 miles per hour. The chance of rain? 90%. Tonight, we can expect cloudy skies, partly cloudy skies, becoming overcast overnight. The low will be 62 degrees with winds out of the south-southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance... Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Chris Dowdy from Tennessee Children's Home. We are overwhelmed by the support through our move to our new Spring Hill campus. We are excited about the new opportunities that these buildings will provide us to serve at-risk youth. We ask that you will continue to pray for us and those that we serve. We still need your continued support. 
Visit our website, tennesseechildrenshome.org, to make a donation or learn more about what we're doing to serve at-risk youth in Tennessee. For the love of Tennessee at dawn. For the love of the fight. For the love of having nowhere else you'd rather be. For the love of Tennessee. Travel safe. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Tourist Development, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Melissa Keller ran to her bathroom to hide as the blasts of wind grew into the sound of a train barreling down on the community where she's lived with her family for nearly 50 years. She was one of the lucky ones in Lewis County. Her house was still standing Saturday morning after a massive storm tore across the south, wreaking havoc and killing 21 people, including 10 people in West Tennessee. The Nashville Weather Service confirmed an EF2 tornado touched down in Lewis County. The same cell also struck communities just over the Rutherford County line, which is still being assessed by weather crews to determine if a tornado was there and its strength. I've never seen anything like this, Keller said. It moved that building over 15 feet he said. But dozens of structures have been destroyed following a possible tornado and storms that ravaged parts of southern and southwestern Middle Tennessee. Cannon, Lewis, Macon, Marshall, Rutherford, and Wayne counties sustained devastating damage Friday night into early Saturday morning. National Weather Service officials were still determining whether any of the harsh wind gusts were actually tornadoes in all of those areas. Lewis County is in south-central Middle Tennessee with its county seat in Hohenwald. Officials reported about 10 homes lost there early Saturday. Many more were damaged as emergency crews continued to assess the destruction from overnight storms. It destroyed my sister's house out on that peak, Keller said. They just built it last year. In Reedyville, volunteers searched and cleared debris while dangerous winds continued to gust through the area. Beloved and historic properties were destroyed, including the Reedyville Mill, built in 1812 and rebuilt after it was flattened in the Civil War. Idyllic event venue, the Corners on Stones River, in a large brick home built in 1829, and Russell's Market, known for its bologna sandwiches, were expected to be near total losses. Utility crews with Middle Tennessee Electric block roads to repair downed power lines and poles while neighbors used chainsaw to cut up trees that fell in large numbers. The tornado struck just before 2 a.m., drawing response by Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, Rutherford County Fire and Rescue, Kittrell Volunteer Fire Department, Rutherford County Emergency Medical Services, Rutherford County Emergency Management Agency, and Murfreesboro Fire Rescue. They showed compassion and kindness at a time of great loss, Carr said. We don't know how good our people are until they rise to the occasion. I could not be more proud, he said. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Are you looking for a fun event to take the family to? Harmon Scrap Metal is hosting an Easter egg hunt on April 8th from 2 to 4 p.m. at Woodland Park in the Fallen Heroes Shelter. This will be fun for the whole family. We will have food trucks, prizes, and photos with the Easter Bunny. Come on out and support local. Start times vary by age. Visit our Facebook page, Harmon Scrap Metal, for more information. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Silver Belly Whiskey, the premium spirit distilled exclusively for the ha- exclusively for and hand-selected by Country Music Hall of Fame member Alan Jackson, has earned an impressive 89-point bronze medal by the International Wine and Spirits Competition. That's the IWSC. This is Silver Belly's first major award. Established in 1969, the IWSC is one of the most respected international wine and spirits competitions, with a mission to champion the best spirits from around the world. The classic whiskey draws its name from the color of the country icon signature Stetson Cowboy Hat. To celebrate Jackson's historic career, each batch of the spirit is chronologically named after his 35 career chart-topping hit songs, making each bottle a collector's item for country music fans. Silver Belly recently announced its third label release, named after Jackson's fan-favorite song Chasing That Neon Rainbow, which follows the first two successful batch releases, Here in the Real World and Wanted. The new bottles are available for pre-order at www.silverbellywhiskey.com and will begin shipping in April. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.